Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Rising with Phoenix Grace podcast. I'm Phoenix, and I created this podcast to have conversations that'll make us rise to the most powerful version of ourselves. The more you know and talk about the things that are pulling at your heart, the easier it is to rise into the person that you are supposed to be. And I know this because I've done it myself and have had conversations that have changed my life. So come along with me as we talk about this crazy thing called life, our bodies, our minds, and things that are a little bit woo. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get ready to rise. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Happy. I always want to say what day it is, and then I realize that people don't listen on the days that I record these. So um, I hope wherever this meets you, you're having a wonderful day. It is a rainy Sunday currently here in northern Michigan. Um, the changing of the seasons has been whew, a very big energetic shift as well in life, and I'm finally being able to sit down and come back to this space, and I'm so excited for it. I was getting ready to sit down to record this in my egg chair, and I was like, maybe I should like name something of mine like egg chair productions, because I do so much in this chair in my room. That's like my favorite thing. So none of that is relevant to what we're talking about today, but um, in the spirit of authenticity, like here's my brain and here's what I'm thinking about. So this episode today is one that I've really wanted to record for the last five months, even though I haven't had the capacity or the space to. It's been on my mind. It's something I'm feeling so passionate about right now, and that is stop commenting on people's bodies. And it's such a ingrained message in our systems from especially like if you are millennials, is that what I am? A millennial, I believe, or a Gen X. Um, whoever grew up in the 90s, whatever classification we are under these days, is that skinny was the only thing we were taught was beautiful growing up, you know, between the models and the magazines, Victoria's Secret. Um, I actually just saw a reel the other day on Instagram that was talking about why women in their 30s struggle so much with their weight equaling their value. And it was all of these interviews from the 90s of like pop stars, Britney Spears, the Spice Girls, where there was literally a talk show host, I don't remember who it was, that had one of the Spice Girls like weigh themselves on TV. And they're like, oh yeah, you've gained a couple pounds. Like I was just watching it just cringing and just being like, what the actual fuck? Like this is so messed up that for so long this was the role model and the media's way of communicating to women and to girls like this is the only way that you are valuable and that has stuck in a way that now that is our go-to compliment with somebody oh my gosh you've lost weight oh you're looking so skinny um good for you and there was a time in my life where those compliments did mean something to me and they did make me feel better but after going through what I went through this summer which I'll get to in a minute I hate it now. Like I, (laughs) I don't want to talk about our bodies anymore in that way. Um, even to the point of like working with my daughter and like, we don't talk about people's bodies. Like everyone's body is beautiful. Um, 
but like we don't talk about people's bodies. We don't point out things about people's bodies. So to get like a little bit more into this, I found this quote, which is what I named this episode after. And it says, stop commenting on people's weight loss because you may be praising an eating disorder, depression, sickness, or trauma. And that also goes with my thing of like, we never know what somebody else is going through. And so, you know, like how terrible would you feel like if you complimented somebody about weight loss and like they're going through chemo, you know, like you'd feel like a dick about it. So like, it's just one of those things, like, just don't like, it's a really hard habit to break, especially because of what we have been shown and taught for the last 20 something years, like really only in probably what, maybe the last 10 that there's, you know, like plus size models, that there's curvy girls that, you know, thick thighs are back and, you know, like whatever, that it's only just now starting to get broadcasted of everyone having a different body shape. And that typical, like, I think of like Kate Moss, you know, like super skinny isn't what everybody is like going after these days. And I think a lot of it too is like, that's what our families focused on during that time those years as well and like I know that there was multiple times and I've talked to a lot of people from the same age group that I am about the fact that like our moms always had comments about our bodies even though our moms didn't necessarily have the quote-unquote like best body like our moms always had quote or always had something to say about our bodies and my mom for instance was never satisfied with what my body was I was either too skinny or I was getting fat that is also something I probably will only say once in this podcast because I don't actually even use the word fat in my house um, or at all really to describe anybody's body, um, including the hungry caterpillar. My dear friend taught me the word juicy about five years ago, and that is how I describe like if there is a super juicy baby, it's the big juicy caterpillar, Um but I just don't even really talk about people's bodies. But even like in like a dinosaur book with my daughter, there was like the fat dinosaur and a skinny dinosaur. And I was like, there's a juicy dinosaur and a skinny dinosaur. I just hate the word. But anyway, my mom would be like, oh, I see you're getting fat again. Or, oh, you're getting too skinny. And my mom didn't have like a perfect body, you know, but there was a standard that I could never reach when it came to impressing my mom with what my body looked like. And I think in some ways that also came to like, I could never impress myself with what my body looked like. Like I was always striving for something, a comfortability that I didn't quite know what that was. So our parents have also played a role. So like we have the media and we have our parents and our influences, you know, that are playing these roles in women's bodies being so much of a focus of life and of relationships and of interactions with one another. And it's a really hard habit to break. Um, there's still times that I will find like, that's the first thing I want to say to somebody. Um, and I'm going to share in a few minutes, some like alternate things that you can say to somebody that might be a lot more helpful. Um, because as I stated from that quote that I found that you might be praising, um, an eating disorder, depression, sickness, or trauma. And for me this summer, um, because of the events that were happening in my life, so trauma and depression and anxiety, I lost 25 pounds in the course of about two and a half months. 
this summer um, because my anxiety was so bad that I was nauseous all the time and that I didn't want to eat. Um, I was maybe, you know, I was living off of like the bare minimum of food intake and nutrition. I was also working a very physical job, two physical jobs. I was packing up and getting a house ready to sell. I was moving said house, packing boxes, moving boxes. Um, there was a lot of physical activity as well as just not eating. And so I rapidly lost a lot of weight. Um, and then it was summer. And so I was outside and I was swimming and I was on boats and I was getting really tan. And so when people would go, you know, even just a couple weeks without seeing me, I would be met with, oh my God, you look amazing. Oh my gosh, you look so great. You're so skinny and you're so tan. Like what's, this was my favorite one. Someone was like, what is your secret? And I was like, bone crushing depression and anxiety, but thank you. And that's literally how I answered it. Because all these people that were coming up to me, which were, you know, basically acquaintances, um, and had no idea what I'd been going through in my life, like the way my body looked like, looked like a badge of honor. And it looked like I was having the time of my fucking life, that everything was great and peachy and wonderful because I looked fantastic. When it was truly like two of the hardest months of my life. And so it really got me just like, and I would be so frustrated every time it happened. I would call um, or leave voice notes to one of my friends and just be like, Ugh. I got complimented again on like how much weight I lost. And it's like, yeah, I didn't eat for six weeks. Like, of course I lost weight. Um, and so for me, like it just became this really sour taste in my mouth of instead of being like, even just asking how I was, you know, and, and seeing it as like, oh man, she's lost a lot of weight in a very short time. Like maybe we should check on her. Maybe we should see if she's doing okay. Instead of just assuming that like my life is wonderful because of the way that my body looks. So that became kind of why I wanted to record this podcast and why I wanted to share this message was because like it's, Our bodies are not our value, our bodies are not our worth, and our bodies are not necessarily an indicator of, like, happiness or of, like, doing well. They can be indicators of that, for sure, you know, but it's, like, you, and I'm not encouraging you, like, if you want to lose weight, like, lose weight. Like, I'm not trying to, like, tell anybody what their perfect body is and what makes them feel good in their own skin. And honestly, like I actually feel really good in my skin having lost all of this weight, but it's not because like, oh, I'm so skinny. It just, I feel really good. I like the clothes that I'm wearing. I like the way that they accentuate it. I just feel really great in my body. And when I did start eating again, which I was trying to figure out how to like say this, for the last little bit was basically I was going just off of adrenaline and and then it became habit to not really eat and it wasn't until a friend of mine and and a practitioner like literally sat me down and she was like you are so nutritionally depleted right now like 
things are going to start getting scary for you if you don't start putting some food in your body and making that a priority and a way that you're showing up for yourself and taking care of yourself. And it scared me to the point where I did immediately start upping my protein intake and and eating again and then I started sleeping again but then I also like started gaining some weight back and I confided in one of my friends and I was like I really feel so good in my body right now and I am a little bit worried to gain weight back and then she was like well then like do something about it in a healthy way if you do and I was like oh that's so true you know like that's such a good point like we have more control than we think we do of situations so um yeah, so it just became kind of like a really like passionate topic for me over the last few months of like, and then also trying to find really creative ways to break those patterns of like, this is the only thing I can compliment somebody on. So I would like to share some of the alternate compliments that I have either said or I've found um, that I think work just as well, if not better to actually probably make somebody feel good and I'm not saying like you can't tell somebody they look beautiful or like oh my gosh you look stunning in that dress like absolutely like we love to hear that shit like let's be honest um and so like one of mine is like it's the alternative between like you were absolutely glowing in that outfit or you were just you look so confident you look like you feel so good in what you're wearing right now um I love you in that color. That color really brings out your eyes, your hair, accentuates your tattoo, like whatever it may be. Um, And then just ones that have absolutely nothing to do with physical appearance. You know, like you always bring me so much joy or you make me laugh the hardest out of anybody I know. You are a breath of fresh air. I love your style. I guess that one's in the body when it got put in the wrong column in my notes. Um, you are so kind. You're so smart. You're so positive. You're so fun to be around with. You're so thoughtful. Um, I'm so glad I get to spend time with you today. I'm so glad that I got to see you and I got to see your smile. Like there are so many other things that we can say that have absolutely nothing to do with anybody's bodies. And I just would love to see like such a shift going for people that like how our bodies look is just, it's not a representation of how we're doing. And again, like, and I loved that I found that thing that said, like, because this is what you might be praising. Like, we don't know what people are going through. We don't know what people have gone through. Um, We don't know people's insecurities. We don't know their pain points, um, unless they're like a good friend of yours. But even then, then you definitely shouldn't be complimenting them on that thing. But, you know, like just taking that back to like, we never know what anybody is going through. So, just don't do it basically. (laughs) Like just think before you speak, I think is such a big thing too. Like we feel like we have to fill up every single silence with something to say. And like, sometimes we don't really need to say anything. Um, so that's the soapbox from the egg chair production today is I just want, I just want people to have really authentic connections with people and, I think this is such a big part of it and I hope that if somebody has been doing this to you that you feel like valid and heard in if you've been struggling with getting those kind of compliments if you've been giving those kind of compliments like you know just like take it with a little bit of grace and move forward and you know see if you can compliment that person next time on something that has absolutely nothing to do with how they look so 
that is the soapbox for today. Um, make sure to uh, follow, like, leave me a review, send this to somebody if you thought that it was helpful. I have also opened up the doors to Align, which is going to be a three-week group coaching that is going to take place in January for 10 lucky women. Sorry, guys, I'll have something for you eventually. Um, and I just want to do like the post-holiday, post-New Year resolutions, chaos, like sitting down and thinking about like what you really want your life to be like and are you living in alignment with what you say that you want. It's going to be really powerful um, and I'm really excited about it. So the wait list is open for that. There is only 10 spots and the all the information is available on my website, which has now officially changed over to risingwithphoenixgrace.com. So make sure to also check that out. So thank you so much for being here with me today. And until next time, take good care of yourself and be kind. Bye. Before you go, I just want to talk to you about one more thing that has been a total game changer in my life, and that is CBD. In the midst of the pandemic in 2020, and I was getting ready to also move across country, I found myself more anxious, not sleeping, and just completely miserable. And I finally decided to start taking CBD. And wow, what a game changer it was. If you're interested in CBD, I highly encourage you to look at Nuvita. Nuvita is a woman-owned company based here in Michigan, and part of its proceeds every month go to end human trafficking. There is rigorous testing and quality control, and the product itself is just amazing. So if you suffer with anxiety, with gut issues, with sleep, CBD might be the thing for you. If you want to check it out, head to www.nuvitacbd.com and use promo code LEANDA10 to save.